0: You know what I'm here for back on top punching the clock clutch sanity. I got more cribs the habitat for humanity What's good y'all welcome back? I promise this is the last time my hair is gonna look like this for the foreseeable future I'm gonna get it fixed later today But we got some basketball to talk about man Be sure to leave a like subscribe if you are new and let's get into it This NBA season has been very interesting for a multitude of reasons I feel like there's a lot of competition in the league. There's a bunch of teams that probably consider themselves championship worthy, which is a good thing that there's no team that's a clear cut favorite. We love to see that. Um, There's been a bunch of reported COVID cases recently. So I think like 63 players and counting are in protocols and like four more players got added to that list just earlier today. So it's, it's looking bad, man. I don't know if a shutdown might be coming soon or something around the league, but it's not looking too great. And the other thing is, the award races are looking good, and the main award, the MVP trophy, is really up for grabs. And we're in for probably the best race since maybe 2017 when Russell Westbrook and James Harden were going at it. I think that's you know safe to say. I mean, we got a bunch of MVP candidates so far this season, and I feel like me, along with a lot of people, are having differing opinions on it, and I feel like my vote... If I had one, would has changed like multiple times so far this season. I mean if you remember my award prediction video before the season, I believe I had James Harden winning MVP because I thought without Kyrie Irving that he would really elevate his play and he would you know get back to that Houston type of level. And I didn't want to be original because everybody was picking KD or everybody was picking Steph. I wanted to switch up a little bit, and that looks like it's just a very bad take. I also had Trey Young on my list and Anthony Davis on my list. And really, out of all those guys, Trey Young's the only one that might still have an outside chance at MVP. But his team isn't that great right now, so he's probably not in the race. But the guys that are in the race are some of the preseason favorites. And the MVP from last year, Nikola Jokic, is in there too. And the two-time MVP, Giannis, is also in this race along with KD and Steph Curry. It's interesting, man. I feel like a couple weeks ago, I made a video and kind of was talking about a little bit of MVP talk. And I felt like Steph at that moment was kind of the favorite. And I felt like it wasn't as close as it is now. But lately, KD has really... Either close the gap or he's taking the lead, but it's making it an interesting race. Like the Nets are dealing with a bunch of stuff already before these last few games. I mean, we know Kyrie Irving hasn't suited up all season. James Harden hasn't been himself. And now James Harden's in health and safety protocols, and they have other players in healthy so- safety protocols. Lamarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap. These are rotation guys. Joe Harris is out with an injury. Guys are out for the Nets. And when I was watching their game the other day, um, it was the game after KD dropped 51 against the Detroit Pistons. They were playing guys that I had never heard of. Like, they still had Patty Mills out there. They had Blake Griffin out there. But, man, they had Kessler Edwards, who I don't really recall ever hearing of. They had um, David Duke Jr. out there. Like, these are guys that I hadn't heard of before, like, the last week or so of the season. And they were out playing crunch time minutes alongside KD. KD had a triple-double. They won the game in overtime against the Raptors. And then last night, KD had another big game. I think it was a near triple-double. Like, he's been hooping out of his mind lately. I think he's averaging, like, 40 over his last three games, like, 34 over his last five. He's been killing. He's been killing. So, it's like, he's probably... He's been very steady the entire season. He had, like, maybe a couple game... You know low stretch, but other than that he's been great. He's been facilitating like crazy his defense I feel like it's really overlooked. kd has been a very good defender I think since he was in Golden State He was a good defender and he's even stepped it up here in Brooklyn and some nights He's taking the challenge of guarding the other team's best player like a game against the Hawks I think it was last week um, down the stretch in the fourth quarter He was guarding Trey Young which was good to see and you know KD's taking that challenge man I think he really wants to be unanimously the best player in the world and arguably he's been that this season but we know what Steph Curry's done also. Steph Curry has been amazing this season. But our recency bias is a thing. And Steph hasn't been amazing over the last couple weeks. He has, you know, of course, broke the three-point record and stuff. But his percentages have been low over the last couple weeks. He hasn't been scoring at the same pace. He's been, you know, missing a lot of three-point shots, you know, trying to get that record and stuff. So it hasn't been great for him the last few weeks. But the argument for Steph Curry is, well, he's been great the majority of the season. And his team is the best team in the league right now i think they're tied with the phoenix suns for the one seed so they're the best team in basketball right now and they've been playing as such and there's coming into the season like i was one that wasn't really a believer in the warriors being like a title contender i thought they was probably going to be better than last year but i wasn't sure you know how long clay thompson would be out and even if he came back what's he going to be like i feel like that's what they were banking on but guys have stepped up for this team and steph curry has definitely been a catalyst of that. has been Steph, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole hooping out of his mind. And a lot of other guys that came out of nowhere, like Gary Payne, uh, the second, uh, Nemanja B, at least has been good for them. Like, it's just been a bunch of other guys that have fit into that system very well. And Steph Curry's been the leader of that. So, Steph Curry definitely... I mean, I feel like those are the two consensus, you know, top picks for MVP right now. But I'm not sure who I would give my vote to. I'm not sure, man. I feel like it's as close as a, a two-man race... At the top as possible but then you got guys outside of that nikola Jokic is probably one of the most disrespected MVPs ever um i don't get why people don't appreciate the way, way this man plays the game i don't understand it um he he does everything for this denver nuggets team and this is a team i think they're only like a game or two above 500 right now but with him on the court I, they're one of like the best teams of all time zach lowe was saying it On ESPN the other the other day like I think they're like a plus 16 like box plus minus or some advanced that like They're like one of the best teams ever with Jokic on the floor and when he's off the court They're one of the worst teams of all time I don't know if it's because Jokic doesn't have like the big 50-point games or anything like that or he's not You know flashy like Steph Curry or just like a sound machine like Kevin Durant scoring the ball I don't know what it is. I I don't understand it, but he does everything the right way. He's super efficient He, you know, averages, like, seven assists a game. He rebounds the heck out of the ball. And he's still scoring, like, 25, 26 points per game. right, just the other night, he had a game. It was, like, 28, 19, and, like, 10 assists or something like that. Something crazy. Like, those are ridiculous stat lines. And I think he even got ejected in the fourth quarter, you know, midway through the fourth. So, it's, like, he's doing crazy things with, like, Will Barton being his secondary option. No Michael Porter Jr., who even when he was playing, he definitely wasn't himself. And Jamal Murray might not play this entire season, who's supposed to be your second star. And he's out maybe the entire year, so it's like, he's doing this with guys that like aren't you know, st- all-stars even. Like, Aaron Gordon's a good role player. You know, he's a good role player. Monte Morris is a good role player. He's usually a backup point guard, but he's a serviceable starter. Like, he's doing things with guys like, you know, Rookie Bones Highland is getting big time minutes for this team, like Composo's playing a lot. Like, Jokic's just, I mean, this team, they're not great, but he's missed a, he's missed a few games here and there, but when he's on the court and when he plays, they're, you know, a very good team. And, you know, those advanced stats really love Nikola Jokic in that aspect, which a lot of people don't like to talk about advanced stats. But the people that do vote for MVP, they definitely do take a look at those advanced stats. But then you got to look at the fact that he won it last year and people tend to get just fatigued on voting for the same guy. Even if it's, I mean, we've seen multiple MVPs in a row, but it seems like the narrative is different for Jokic. It's different. And maybe it's because his team is just not, you know, top of the conference. But the thing about Jokic, he's very steady, and I feel like last season started very similar for the Nuggets, and also for him. Like, he was just steady the entire year, and then when guys started to fall off, he was still going strong, and that's how he won the MVP last year. Then you got Giannis. Um, Giannis, he's just doing Giannis-type things. I mean, it's not like he's really, you know, took a jump this season or anything. Um, It looked scary in the preseason when he was shooting pull-up threes and stuff, but he's pretty much the same basketball player which is still an mvp candidate and when he's played and the rest of his team has been healthy they've only lost like a couple games this season with you know middleton and drew holiday playing games they dealt with so much man um brooke lopez has missed time or he's pretty much missed the entire season and he's probably not gonna be back this year um, middleton's missed time drew holiday's missed time like everybody on this team has missed time even still has not played and Giannis has been steady, he's been consistent, and the Bucks are just, you know, going under the radar being one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. It's like, man, it's very exciting. I felt like last year's MVP race was pretty compelling too, um, to an extent, and then when Embiid got hurt, it kind of, you know, shut his MVP case down a little bit. LeBron got hurt, that shut his case down, and that's how Jokic really rise, you know, to the fire. Steph Curry was fighting for it, but his team was, you know, a fringe playing team. Like, they was almost outside of the top eight you know, at the end of the regular season. So it was like, it was kind of Jokic's award to lose at that point. Everybody kind of knew who the award was going to, even though people on TV were trying to say otherwise. But this year's race is different, man. I mean, we got, I think, legit four guys that could win it. Outside of that, we got guys who, you know, are having MVP caliber seasons. I think Trey Young's having a very good year. He's been great over like the last three or four weeks of the season. DeMar rosen he had a nice little case going before COVID hit him. You know, there's guys that are just having, you know, nice cases. And, you know, I even seen. It was Kendrick Perkins but I respect what he said he said give Chris Paul the same type of MVP energy that they were giving Steve Nash Suns are one of the best teams in the league you know tied for the best record so somebody on that team should have MVP consideration even though Chris Paul's stats aren't amazing d book has missed time so it's like it's interesting though I mean I think there's a a legit case for a bunch of guys to be in the MVP conversation and that's fun man because that's the award that all the top players want to win at some point in their careers And now we're having a race where, you know, KD only has one MVP. Maybe this can be his second. Steph can become one of very few three-time MVPs in NBA history. Maybe Jokic is able to win back-to-back. Giannis can also become a three-time MVP. It's very compelling, man. That's what I love about this NBA season so far is that it's very unpredictable. And I think a lot of different outcomes are definitely possible when it comes to who can win the the championship this year, who can be all-stars this season, and who can win the MVP. I think there's a lot of different narratives and races, hopefully, the COVID situation clears up because we don't want really any teams getting hindered more than there is. We don't want to see any more postponements, but I, it might be inevitable that that's coming. But hopefully, it doesn't affect this great MVP race because it's been amazing so far. Let me know in the comments who do you have for MVP right now? Just right now, not who you had before the season, not who you think's gonna win at the end of the year. Who do you have right now? If I had to give a vote, I feel like of late KD is probably the MVP. Because of the narrative, the storyline, everybody being out for that team. I feel like he'd be the MVP right now, but Steph's not far behind. I think Jokic and Giannis have a great great case too, but I would probably say KD right now, but I'm not like 100% certain of it. Let me know in the comments, leave a like, subscribe, and I'll be back tomorrow with another video. Peace. Offseason. Let's work. Hey, platinum, my escape. this game.